0: Hello, my name is Jacqueline Van Bierk. Thank you so much for tuning in to my podcast, The Stories That Bind Us. I am so excited and happy to introduce to you one of my friends, Lucy Lee, who is an amazing singer, songwriter, artist, mother... Just a creative force. She is very active in her local community, with schools, with music, anything related to helping make the world a better place. And I have to apologize. The sound is super crappy. Um, There is some kind of crack in the track the first 10 minutes, and then it stops and it comes back towards the end. The first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes, which is like so weird and um, i had tested everything beforehand and everything sounded great and now it's there and i would feel really horrible to ask lucy to come back and have that conversation with me again um so please sorry um <laughs> i i don't know what else to say i guess talking about not being perfect um i'm living up to my promise i Hope you enjoy this, and Lucy, I'm so happy Lucy that you are here me. with me because you are my first victim. Oh, <laughs> You're yay. my first person to interview for this okay, new good. podcast. Yay! And Make it comfortable. Lucy is a singer, songwriter, mother you oh my god what i don't even know what you don't do you you, you you've you done the so dishes much. <laughs> ask my husband <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. <funny. laughs> you were in your band ever love yeah. and um you getting back into music after you had some kids yes and yes you have some family yeah, that's so amazing i want to just happened. tell us a bit about yourself and your life and your story
1: okay well i've known you quite a long yeah. time
0: um uh,
1: singer-songwriter but started uh, in rock and roll was in a few different rock bands for more than a decade um Lily Siren, Waiting for Wyatt and then finally Eva Love which we probably got the most commercial success with Eva Love but Eva Love was definitely a culmination of all my skills I'd learned along the way and so it just like it, it when we when that came together it was a little bit of magic did happen with it. You know, there's some things you just can't plan and, and lots of great things happen. So I had some great opportunity through that with touring. Um, we toured uh, throughout America, like, uh, you know, bus and van, mostly van, yeah. van tours, really. But some of the greatest, greatest memories. And um Got to tour with some bands who are actually doing pretty amazing right now. We've got Stitched Apart. Mm-hmm. we got Gemini Syndrome. Yeah. And those They're are some, some names that are kicking ass. So it was really awesome. Uh, but like you mentioned, I then had kids. And then I kind of felt like I was then sidelined for a very long time. So whether that's, I mean, I think part of it was within myself and part of it really was within the industry. I wasn't making it all up in
0: my head. Right. Did you plan the kids or was that just kind of happened? The truth is about to come out.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, I had I had pushed off having kids for a very, very long time. My husband and I had been married for almost eight years and we would we did our music and we traveled and um, I had made a timeline for myself. And I knew that it was harder for women to get pregnant after 35. And I always said to myself, okay, you know, by 33, you better analyze where you're at and decide what's happening. And like, yeah, probably 33 came and went. And then around 34, I was like, ah, ah, open up. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, look at the timeline. Oh, crap. Oh, crap, we're there. Um, And at that time, we had just come off of quite a few different tours and – they were really hard on us um, financially. When we came back, um, we were pretty broke. We would had some amazing times, but we came back with nothing. We oh, literally yeah. had um, our vehicle repossessed from us because oh, we shoot. couldn't. couldn't pay the bills um (laughs) that's rock and roll right there uh yeah no true story on our big comeback night we were at the Roxy it's the first time in my life when I arrived to a show that there was a line waiting for me that I was like oh my god this is what that feels like and we played our show and when we came out our van was gone, and they had taken it from the theater. I mean, no, it was it was before the show went on. Oh, shit. It was, we went in for our sound check, and thank God all our equipment was inside because we were doing sound check. And when we oh, came out man. from sound check, our van was gone. I was like, oh, I my God. I didn't know God. that story. Oh, no. So that night when I put on a show, like, we were all... Pretty low. But I think I put on one of the best shows ever because, like, I brought all the fire. I was so angry. I was so, like, yeah. defeated from that. Like, you come come back, oh, my God, it's our big show. Oh, our car because we can't the reality we don't have money and we didn't pay our bills on time and we didn't think it would affect us when we were at our show at the roxy but i guess i guess uh your creditors use social media too and they know how to find you shoot man (laughs) so that was kind of a that was a high and a low all in one moment so after that show we were just so like we were pretty defeated we did get our car back guys we did but it it was so defeating and and, like, really makes you analyze, like, what am I doing? I know. And at that time, I felt like my bandmates were kind of all mentally in different places. Um, maybe we were burnt out. And I just looked around. I was like, there's there's not a, a lot happening right here. I need to start my family. Otherwise, I'm going to miss out on another another yeah. dream of mine, which is having a family. You know, because we can't, we don't know where our careers are fame or whatever that even means we don't know where that takes us and it all it's up and down up and down and it's constant you know even you can be high one year and then be nowhere the next year and that's just the reality we're constantly proving ourselves so absolutely so that's so longest story I did plan it um when it first told my bandmates I think I acted like oops guys I'm pregnant you know because I didn't I didn't know how to tell them um I knew I was letting them down and they were devastated. That's pretty honest. They were devastated. You know, it we did we did um another record with Mikey Doling. We did a great record, but it got picked up with an independent label and they didn't really do too much with it. So I think that was kind of defeating for all of us right. a little bit. It's a great record and we're discussing maybe a reunion show. Yeah. Maybe another chance to to promote the record because it, it was a really great record that never saw the light of day. But After I got pregnant again, when my daughter was two, we were like, okay, it's like kind of now or never if we want to have another one. I was okay with having just one, but my husband really convinced me that Zoe needed a sibling or she'd be so sad and lonely and who was going to help take care of us in our old age. I'm like, how do you argue with that? (laughs) So I was (laughs) like, ah, okay. (laughs) So now we have Benny. So luckily, girl, boy, we can close the shop. and i'm done yeah but after having kids definitely it was difficult it was difficult for lots of reasons
0: right do you want to share some of that i i know being in a band coming quickly back to the band thing people always think that being in a band it's like ah yeah you're touring because always people always ask like when are you going back on tour and they don't realize how how expensive it is to tour especially when you have a full band you know and not everybody in a band is always on the same page because touring is something that you either love or you 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 don't you know. You I can. think I have a love hate because I yeah. love
1: touring yeah. and I love seeing places and I love meeting people and I love performing right. and
0: I hate sitting in a van. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. And sometimes you feel like, oh my god, like I wish I was like these people being in fancy restaurants and you're like on your on your on your five dollars a day meals, Yeah, right? but the experience i think right that's something that nobody can ever take from you so even when we, we so came home broke it was like so many
1: stories though, yeah, that would never sto- happen yeah
0: so it's 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 worth, worth it. everything but i would love to talk more about so when you you know after you had your kids and then you realize well my band thing is on hold how did it how did you process all that and how did you feel like
1: it was uh it was pretty sad and dark a long time um after we came back my husband who was in the band he just was like i can't do it anymore you know it was time to uh he's also a carpenter so he's like i have to dive more deeply into this we've got a kid we've got to pay bills and i respect that and that's what he had to do i didn't know he was gonna have no interest in music at all and i hope maybe that'll change i understand it's hard it's It's a lot you know at some burnt out tired of working so hard and and you know coming back and not having you know results always you know it's like mostly it's the touring the 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 getting there that takes all your money we would have come out ahead yeah but we spent ten thousand in gasoline and repairs that's just that's just the truth you know and that was just just in you know a few months of of touring you know it's it's what it's what you got to do yeah um but it was pretty it was pretty sad and dark cuz i just didn't know what i was going to do anymore you know and you know your children it's very um all consuming you're now taking care of people and you don't have much time to think about yourself when you're a mother um some of it really happens but sometimes we we get
0: isolated we uh i just realized i never recorded this <laughs> are you serious yeah. the whole thing no it's <laughs> It's recording over there. It's just not just no, the video. He's the video. Uh, yay. <laughs> we missed the first half.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> this will be a second half. <laughs> um, What we're saying. So uh, I had a long time where I just was very lost and I was probably very negative. And I, I talked to a lot of my, I would talk to my friends and I don't know. It was probably hard for them to listen to me again right. and again, be so like sad and lost and not know what to do with myself and everyone's like what are you talking about you have all your experience that you're you're not done you're not nothing you look at all these things you know but to me I was just like but what am I now and what am I then you know you you look back at like you know, you, you tend to look back and of course, you know, go, Oh my gosh, is all the best behind me. Did I not realize that was the best that it was going to be? Like I peaked, like, I wish I would have realized I was peaking (laughs) when I peaked. I get that. (laughs) It's a lesson though, to, um, still really look at our micro wins because I think I spent so much time looking ahead to the next thing and the next thing, and the next thing that I wasn't sitting in the things that would happen and going, wow, this is awesome, you know, because we're always not thinking we're there yet, you know, and I guess there's no there, there is no there. And once you can go, okay, there's no there. There's just things that happen along your path, your journey. So, um, I was just really, I, I didn't really have any answers. I think I probably depressed most people for a while yeah. with, with how I was. I, it was a couple years that I was very lost, but, um, I started, I started getting involved in community. It was like the first thing I did. Cause I just didn't know what to do with myself. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not a rock star. Uh, what am I? I'm, you know, what am I going to do with myself? And I wanted to do positive things. So I jumped into the whole, all bunch of community things like I love that in my local locally in my I live in Sunland I got involved in the local um, arts and recreation committee that's part of the city council. I then with my husband's carpenters union I, I got involved in their women's thing to help you know whatever at my temple I joined the sisterhood like I just did anything I could so I could help other people because I was feeling really
0: helpless. That is so smart because they say, when you can't help yourself, go help others.
1: And that's what I was remembering. Yeah. You know, I was feeling so horrible. And I remembered that one, like, wait, I know this. I know yeah. the answer to this. Yes. I feel terrible. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't do anything for myself right now, but I can help other yes. people. And that's what I started doing for like a couple years. I, I also chased, um, trying to write for other artists for a while, but that kind of put me in circles. Although I did a lot of writing, which that's is good. good. Yeah. So it was good. It got me out of my head and I was trying all these things, but ultimately that didn't really work because for whatever reason that wasn't working out either. Um, but I was just trying everything because I just didn't know what to do. And I was like totally scattered. And, um, the internet is not so helpful all the time, especially when you are depressed, Especially where you are lost. Yes. And you feel like you don't have your shit together and everyone's busy putting their highlight reel and you're like, oh my God, how does everyone know what to do in life? How they all got it worked out? How are they, you know, and you're just like, How why am I so lost? I thought I was a smart person. Why can't I figure this out for myself? You know, and yeah. I I know I'm very good at helping others. Why can't I
0: help me? You know, and I think we all suffer from that a little bit where we just, you know. I have the answer to all my my students they ask me and I'm like here you go this is what you got to do and I'm like um I should probably take my own advice you know <laughs> cuz I I know the answer but I'm I think it's because maybe it's we're not confident in ourselves and our mm-hmm, abilities mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. it's the negative self talk it's the negative self talk all the time and like you said when you see other people on social media and that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I want some real shit out there you know like everybody struggles with one thing or another Mm -hmm. and it's not always just all great of course we want to share good stuff right Mm -hmm. we don't we don't want to like bring people down by always being a downer but the reality is sometimes you just feel like crap sometimes you know you go through dark times and that's okay because that's growth and sometimes dark times
1: last a long time they do not just a month sometimes it's years yeah (laughs) you know know, I, I, i went through it for years And God bless my poor husband who's had to deal with my, my being so lost because, you know, I had, at first I was like relying on him to get back into music thinking that was going to be the answer. But the answer was I had to like figure it out for myself and figure out what else I can do and not rely on someone else, A, for my career, B, for my happiness. So easy to do. Yeah. You know, I've been in um, bands that were very codependent for so long. I was only the writer and like the top line which is just the the lyrics and whatever I never thought about music I just let them write and I'm like all right this is what has to happen here you know that's what I did so I've had to change everything about how I write but it was good it was it did lead to a lot of growth um I got my placement for Mother's Day during this period because I was experimenting and writing with different people and a friend of mine was the editor on that film like that's how I got it it wasn't like I like submitted the best song in the world and it got picked a friend of mine a friend of mine said this is the this is what i'm doing and i said i'm gonna write a song for you
2: awesome and then i
1: went to a friend of mine that that he this is what he does for a living like he just places songs on tv it's all he does so i got like, this yeah. is the guy i gotta go to him we wrote this song he gave me this track and maybe i'll have to send it to you so you can play it for people and they can see how ridiculous so you can't <laughs> you can't ever know what people like or what's going to get you Mm -mm. your first opportunity. And what you think is so dumb, someone might go, Oh my God, that's so funny or quirky or awesome. Okay. So I wrote this song called mama knows best. It's like the most whack weirdest. (laughs) There's horns. There's some sort of whack electronics going on. My friend played me this track and I'm thinking, the fuck am I gonna do with this song? You know, and this is what he gives me. I tell him I need to get a, a song on a film and I get this, fine, fine okay, I'm a professional. I can work with this. So I was like, I'm just going to give it the best I can. And I was like, okay, so just kind of be fun. And I came up with like, you know, you know, something silly, like, you know, your mama knows best. And it was just like, went with these silly horns.
2: I like that already.
1: It was really silly and funny. And I'll send it to you. And like, we did it. And it was really quirky. It's kind of like a nursery rhyme, a little bit of a rap. And I sent it to my friend who's working on the film. And she thought exactly like me. She gets the song. She's like, what am I gonna do with this song? <laughs> this is so dumb, you know? And I'm just like, you know, um, they could be walking down the street. Like, I'm trying to give her ideas of where she could put my song. You know, a, a transition. I'm just whatever. So it goes and sits in her thing. She never thinks about it again. I never really think about it again. It's both, we, it's the dumbest song I've ever written, you know, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and then this is for a Gary Marshall film, and like, so they, the, then they're at the end, and they, they need another song. They need more songs for the ends of the credits. Like, it got, it was in the credits. Oh, well, it's a start, right? Who cares? They're like, you, and they, they come to her like, your friend, she sent you something. I know she did something upbeat, and she was probably like, hiding it, like, no, she didn't! <laughs> and then she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> That's awesome. So she plays it, and they love it. She then plays it for Gary Marshall. He loves it. And it gets in the film, right? And we're like, no way in hell. And she's called. She's like, you're not going to believe this. I totally forgot about this song. <laughs> he came in. They needed one. He forced me to play it for him. I was like, didn't think anything of it. And they loved it. So that was you like a big know. story. Yeah. That, that That's awesome. I thought it was so dumb. Oh, my God. No one's going to like this. Even when I gave it to her, I was kind of like, oh, my God. Here's my, here's my song. Right. Oh, my God. hope. Oh. I don't know, mm, embarrassing. Turns out you don't know what, what other people are, you know, you everyone don't. else thought it was fun. And I was just so, because I was relating it to me and my artist and da, 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 Yeah, we gotta but, let go like, of that. You have to let go of it because if I had the ability to create something that helped that film and they thought it was fun, then who cares about the artist because the artist couldn't pay our bills.
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I think there's a huge difference between us being artists and then also writing for SYNC.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel when I write for SYNC, it's not I, I, I'm detached to it. you know I, I don't care about oh this is like there's less pressure and maybe yeah, to explain people me
1: you know it's to explain people's sync is when you place your music in and film, film and or TV. TV. yeah exactly.
0: So, so you're writing for something specific or you know you have a concept that could work for a show that you like. Um, and then sometimes your artist stuff. I had something from Artist daughter that was like a German song. It was so underground. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I never thought that that song would ever, ever get a place. Uh-huh. And it got a place on the Hemlock grove at the end credits See? also. And I was like, total tons What? Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, and it's you not just even... You never know. It didn't even sound that good, but it sounded gritty and like, yeah, you know, lo-fi, what they needed. We were laughing. It was, that was really funny too. Yeah, that was... You
1: just never know. You, never know. you never know. You never know.
0: That's why it's so important to like put your music out there or put your work out there because... You just never know who's looking for that weird, crazy, mm-hmm. out of the box thing, because I think when you always write in the box, it's there's so much of it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many rap songs already. There's so many pop pop. It's like yeah, you know, um there's so many love songs. Everybody write. Mm-hmm. We all mm-hmm. love to write love songs mm-hmm. because you know, everybody can, everybody can relate to that. But I think that when you're writing something that's just weird and crazy, mm-hmm. when that time comes it has a good chance there's it's pl- not so it's much different. It. yeah it's different it's different is good it's different different is good so
1: um got a little off topic but when I yeah. got that placement I mean this is all in the depths of me not knowing who I am what I am where I am and all these things I got that placement and I was like okay all right there's something else here good. like don't give up hope yet you music you do music this is what you do you're gonna make it work you know so I I, did. I mean, fast forward quite a bit. Um, I had a month and I recommend this to everyone. I had a month where I completely shut down my social media. This was last year. Um, I was realizing that seeing what everyone did every day was so I got sucked into it. It also made me feel like I wasn't doing enough. I just was getting just I wasn't it wasn't helping me. And I thought, you know, I just need to not know what anyone's doing for a month. I need to not care. I need to not know. I need to not invest in it. I need to, what I say? I needed to disengage and elevate. Yes, I love that. So I recommend it to any person to disengage from all of it. I allowed myself, I was allowed to Google things and I was allowed to check my emails. Mm -hmm. That was it. So if anyone wanted to call, they can call me on the phone. They can email me. Or if I needed to know something, I could Google it.
0: So you did no Facebook, no Instagram. No Twitter. No Twitter.
1: Nothing where I could engage, read stories, um, know what was happening, get emotionally
0: involved, hear bad news. Nothing. How did it help you as far as like mentally? Because I feel sometimes, to be honest, sometimes I just feel so overwhelmed and anxious. Yes. It makes me anxious. It got rid of that. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah.
1: Took down my anxiety. It took down my my negative feelings of not doing enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it gave me space to have my own thought, and it was during that one month off that I came up with the concept mm-hmm. for my album that I called the Royalty. Oh, I love that. And it all and like it was a mixture of like I was like I was in this most horrible down part, and I was like I don't know who I am. I don't know what the hell. I know nothing about myself, and I was like I like tea like that was what I said to myself I like tea like that's all I knew about me and then I was like huh and like it then got me on this thing and then like you know spilling the tea is like telling all telling all yeah and so I kind of got down this I got this whole all of a sudden I got this whole wave of ideas of my album concept the Royal Tea. and it's a mixture of the songs I've been recording for the last two years and every song that's written was generally written with me having to get past something I was struggling from something and I had to get past it, and it did. When I wrote that song, it helped me get past it. You know, so um, it helped me tremendously. It, like, like I said, it gave me a moment to not worry about anyone else right. and just be and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not being creating as much as other people are doing this or doing that, it was fine. Yeah. And like I said, and I just and I came up with that idea. It gave my brain space to think. So I really, I mean, I'm now I'm trying to run my pages and and be consistent. So it's hard to do that. But I have, again, considered shutting down my regular Facebook, only doing my pages and my groups that I have to do my work in. And completely disengaging from the other timeline
0: stuff. Because I
1: love being connected with people, but it gets too much. It's
0: overwhelming because it's, it's a time suck for me. Like I like to be... Same thing. I like to engage with them and, and mm-hmm. see what everybody's up to. Give but,
1: advice or yeah, yeah.
0: And you know, just be in touch with people. But at the same time, it's like two hours later, you 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 and sometimes you know you you get into a conversation, you start replying, and then you realize, I don't want to argue, you know, especially with mm-hmm. something that's a like, controversial or something, or so then I'm like, Ma, I just wasted 15 two... minutes replying to something that I'm not yeah, even replying yeah, yeah. to. And and it becomes just a little bit too much where I feel like, wow, well, my day is gone and what have yeah. I accomplished? You, you know? waste a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. and that's not
1: reality. It's and that's, not reality. It's not reality. And I think we all have gotten too used to being in too many places. Like you and I are sitting here, and then maybe I'll be like, Oh, hold oh, on, let me get God. on my phone. All the time. And we all do that. And it's it's we're here together, like like, you know, I challenge everyone when you're out together with your people and I'm talking to myself too. Oh. Put your phone in, you put it down, put it in your purse, yes. put it on mute and just be with the people you're yes. with yes. because, you know, it, it, you'll just have a better time. I mean, that's reality there. The whatever's happening on the internet's not real. Yeah.
0: And <laughs> you know, I think that, and I'm guilty of that too. Like I oh, like texting, too. right? I like texting. I hate to- talking to people on the phone, but I have a few friends who recently, like if I text them, they don't even get back to me. I have to call them or they call me and i'm realizing i'm like you know what i kind of it's actually kind of nice mm-hmm. because all oh, us right now mm-hmm. sitting here right mm-hmm. because a lot of people struggle with things and that's why we're doing this whole thing to just like you know we you're not alone there's a lot of people who have issues and problems and by by starting a conversation to to just connecting with people that's the first step to just like realize i'm not alone in this mm-hmm. you know i don't have mm-hmm. to struggle so hard and do everything on my own There's other people who can totally relate and probably help me, and I can help them, Mm
2: -hmm, you know?
0: mm -hmm. And social media doesn't really do that. As much as I love it, obviously it's great. I get inspired a lot of times, but I also get too overwhelmed and freaked out by it, you know? I
1: think the best thing that has come from lately from my Facebook and my social media is discovering these different groups. Like yes. we're, we're both in different songwriters yeah. groups mm-hmm. and that's something I needed. I needed to connect with other mm-hmm. like minded people. So I would say that's a great way to use it's a focus. That's a yeah, great that. way to use your social media to find people who are going to help you some way positively. And another another group that I joined is for digital marketing for musicians. So it's another thing I did yeah. for positive yeah education or something I was going to gain from it. And, and everyone in the group is so positive and we all help each other. So those are two really good things. But I want to just tell the final element because I'm not going to like pretend that I worked it all out myself. Yes. Um. I now had a concept for my album. I have all the songs finished. They're getting mastered this coming week. Um. Congratulations. Thank that's you. great. Thank you. How many songs? Seven songs. Um. So I had all the songs done and I wasn't moving forward. This has been done it's been done a very long time and I was like, okay, well, I Join the club. I, I haven't moved forward. Well, what happened? Why wasn't I moving forward? One, I didn't want to take photos. Why? One. Well, since I've had kids, uh honesty I'm 30 pounds heavier than I was before I had kids. So, and I had body issues before. When I look back when I'm like, "Oh my god, I was so thin when I was fat," you know? Like, you know, <laughs> going back, you know, who hasn't said that before? So I had a major um, self-worth problem going on that I thought, if I don't look how I looked, no one will
0: accept me because right. I don't accept Right. Me. Oh, my God. Thank you for saying that. So Thank you.
1: I was just I couldn't do the photos. Like if I had my photographer, she's one of my really good friends here right now. I my first photo is like, OK, only this much of myself can yes, you photograph yes. from that angle uh-huh. and then just make sure I look scared the skinniest my face could look like i was just being stupid i was being overcritical, you know because you know at the end of the day i'm normal you know maybe i'm not you know thin or whatever but i'm perfectly within the range of normalcy and i have to like be okay that my body type is different and yes and if i worked harder yes i could It, it takes a lot of effort and you mean you are a very fit person and tell the truth you work hard at your body i do
0: and you know what i always beat myself up and i i'm always unhappy always well, don't be because you're hot always. girl thank you but, but you you, know what I mean? you put the work in yeah it takes the work but still you know i think we all struggle like that i did a, a video and i didn't like myself so i never released it because i was like oh, i have this wrinkle on you know, my head and the light wasn't right we we're so used to seeing everybody being so perfect right mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. that whole youth obsession like we mm-hmm. all want to be Forever young and mm-hmm. forever like the perfect. What does it even mean the perfect yeah. size, right? Whatever, what is the perfect size? Because you whatever, look beautiful, whatever you look, size
1: you are, exactly. That's the answer. And and
0: being comfortable with yourself, and it's not always easy, and we all struggle with that. If you're a little bit bigger, if you're like really skinny, like. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever I your, the... whatever your thing is, we're yeah. we
1: might have a thing about it, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I wasn't feeling. I didn't do my photos. Well, you can't put out a record without having photos yeah. or without doing videos, and I wasn't doing any of that because I didn't want to be on the internet. I didn't want people to see me. Right. You know. So that was holding me back. And then, and I was just like, oh my god, I have all these things, and I'm and I'm just I was looking everywhere. Well, what's holding me back? Why can't I do this? Why can't I do this? And then the answer was, it was me. Yeah. And um. I actually had something really traumatic happen a couple, like last year. My best friend got into a car accident. I was right there with her. She got hit by a vehicle crossing a road. She was in the right. It was a drag racer. She's she's alive. It was right outside the Whiskey go-go at two in the morning, oh my God. and I watched my best friend get hit by a car, fly through the air, roll around. Oh, I Christ. thought she was dead. And I just, from that, I got PTSD. I couldn't, and I, like, okay, and everyone froze. And, like, she'll tell you, okay, I saved her life. Everyone froze in the moment, and I was the only person I saw happening from the corner of my eye, and I screamed. And I I call her Bean, and I just said, no, Bean. It's the only thing I could say, but she's like, she she said, I heard your voice, and I knew what it meant. And she turned around with just enough time. Her hands went like this on the car, and she flipped, like, cartwheels in the air, went over the vehicle. So she never got if she hadn't seen it, it would've hit her from the back and she would've gone under the vehicle. But she turned and like, somehow her body strength, she cartwheeled in the air, like you wouldn't believe it. And like, she like fell on the ground. So it was mostly her rolling and tumbling, right? So she she lived, but I got such PTSD from that moment that I was like, okay. I'm ready for therapy now, you know, like, and and it's not because that's why I needed therapy. I needed therapy for all bunch of other reasons, but that was the moment, the aha moment that I was like, okay, you need help. You need help. So thank God that happened because it's only been a few months, but I put myself into therapy. And since doing that, I'm slowly moving forward on my music and, and realizing you know, where, why am I depressed? What's going on? You know, um, and I don't even know if I thought of it as depression, but it obviously was because when you can't move ahead and you can't get past yourself, I mean, it's kind of depression. It is.
0: And wouldn't you agree that... Um, Baldy, what's the matter? He wants to say something too. And wouldn't you agree, so is that still going? Yeah, I'm right? still recording. Uh, let me see. Oh, yeah, it's still going. Okay. Um, <laughs> and wouldn't you agree that I think a lot of people are... For me, it took a lot, a lot to to admit that I I am sometimes depressed. That mm-hmm. I am, you know. I mean, I'm not denying it, being anxious, but like I never really wanted to share that I I have depression because mm-hmm. I felt like, oh, you know, people think of me as this person is all together, and I'm like a coach, and I, you know, I need to be always the one who is high vibe, high vibe, and, and you know, <laughs> just being the positive person and being the cheerleader. But wouldn't you agree that it's like it's normal? Mm -hmm. depression is very normal because most of us go through that as i think especially as we grow a little bit older because sometimes life doesn't go the way you had planned it or you thought right if i look back Mm -hmm. me my 12 year old self Mm -hmm. thinking where i would be right here at this moment Mm -hmm. this time in my life Mm -hmm. i that's not where i saw myself yeah you know Mm -hmm. and so it's how do you deal with that when you have that depression? How do you deal with it? Because I, I I have certain things that I do, but I'm curious, like, what did you do to get back out? Besides, did the therapy really do that? Like I mean,
1: it's it's I'm still in it. We're doing yeah. it. We're doing it. That's you know? great though. That's... Um so yeah, anyone out there, if you've ever thought, man, maybe I should get some therapy, just stop thinking about it because it's really just it's really just a soundboard. Yeah. It's you go and you can talk to someone who has no opinion about anything. They don't know any of your dynamics and your family or this or that they can just deal with you and what you're with what you want to talk about and and help you really analyze where things are coming from and Mm -hmm. like you know so for me what i'm learning I, i have to be more forgiving to myself i'm very hard on myself um i'm so forgiving to everyone else but to me i have you know i'm not forgiving and i'm also i am always serving others i give way too much of my to other people and then i leave nothing left for me so these are. This is no one to blame. You can no not not even I want to blame myself, but only I can make space for me. Self love, mm-hmm. self care. So it's been trying doing that, making making more time for myself. You know, um, just doing you know doing more of what I love, and it just. You know, I'm like, okay, well, why have I, I don't have the energy. Like I find myself not having the energy to do the things, but when I just muster Mm -hmm. it up a little bit, you you know, it's amazing how the energy can come when you just get into the flow, you know? So, um, Building that momentum. It's yeah. It's, you know, I, I think for me, the biggest thing is, and it's still a struggle is letting go of what was Mm -hmm. because That's not, that's not reality either. And I can't recreate that. Yeah. I can only move forward and grow something from it. So it's like, that was the hardest thing to, to like, to, to deal with of going like, well, then who am I? Yeah. If I'm not that person who I was for a decade, well, then who am I now? And I don't think you have to have the answer right away. And I think um, some of us, like part of the depression is when you're in those weird middle reinventing places you know so i was in it for a long time and i'm just trying to right now it's like starting to make sense to me as i put a record out as i kind of dip my toe back in and share little bits of it you know and um this time around i just have different different goals you Mm -hmm. know now it's more about just connecting on a smaller level and you know slowly trying to get a tribe of people and coming from a different place like well who can i help
0: with my music exactly it's so important it's so important i think when you first start out as an artist i know i was like that it's all about me 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 Mm -hmm. me, right it's like me my art and and now it's like I, i mean i still love to do stuff that i enjoy of course but i also think of like you know wow this person's story i could write a song about that because that could really help and and Coming from an authentic place, that's the most important thing because, you know, I'm sure we all have at some point written where we thought, oh, this is going to be a hit. You know, this mm-hmm. is going to be so amazing. Mm-hmm. And you can't predict a hit. I actually want to write a book about don't write a hit because everybody writes, <laughs> like, how to write a hit song. And it's like, you don't know. Nobody it's knows gonna what's be a hit. hit. You know, no. it's just like it either hits hit. or it doesn't
1: hit. Yeah.
0: Um. I, I just love your story. And I think that's so important to share that because a lot of us go through that. And I think also that when we have that we're in that depressive state it's not necessarily a bad thing because that just means or when we feel lonely Mm -hmm. because that means you're supposed to spend time with yourself Mm -hmm. you know which we don't really do we always distract right like oh i internet tv like all the stuff out Out, out, out out do 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 and like always looking for the answers outside when it's really inside of us there's so much that's actually what you know,
1: what I'm working on right now. Like that, the, the, the work I have to do on myself is the learning to be, Yes, the learning to be present. Mm-hmm. Um, And you know, cause most of the times when we're freaking out, it's all in our head oh. and it's because we're not where we are. It's because yes. we're over there in the past or we're thinking of something in the yes. future. But if we really just sat where we were, yeah. it's probably pretty awesome where we are. Yeah. And that's, I find myself doing that all the time. Like, you know, I'm not yeah. having a good time, why? because i'm flipping out and actually i have a perfect example of of a self-sabotage i did just a week ago you know we're all works in progress but if you look at go oh wow i did that ooh so i work i'm with sona you're with sona songwriters of north america and that was another one of my groups that i joined when i was lost and didn't know what to do because i think that they're doing a worthy cause trying to um, improve the lives of songwriters and get us paid better i mean Mm -hmm. what better cause so um I was helping them at the ASCAP Expo, which is this yearly convention. And I was just there helping bring in new members and talking to people and just having a great day. I had my kids completely taken care of. I had grandparents picking them up. In theory, nothing to worry about. By 3 o'clock, my little inner I have to take care of everyone demon started getting to me like, Ooh, you didn't do the laundry. He might not find pajamas. Ooh, you didn't make, you didn't pull out stuff for dinner. He might not feed the kids. Like weird things. Like he can figure all of this out, but yes. my head, I just like, oh my God, the kids, they won't be there. Huh, huh, huh. And I also wasn't right where I was and I was perfect place. I was networking. I was having a great time. I was with my people and I left. I was like, okay, you guys are good. You guys are good. Okay. I'm going to go home now, you know, and And I left and you know what happened an hour later? A very big producer, Desmond Child came and joined Sona and sat at the booth and hung out and spoke and talked and took photos with everyone and really got to know everyone. And I would have had that opportunity to meet him in the space of these people that he respects. And he's met me several times and he doesn't know who the hell I am, but he might've remembered this time. And that was my lesson. And I could have beat myself up for it and been so upset. And I actually did beat myself up a little bit. Um, but then I said, okay, that's the lesson. Lesson learned. Learn it. You yeah. learned it right now. Like R.E.M. says, stand in the place where you live. And if I would have just stayed, chilled out, not listened to the cuckoo people telling me that other people need me and I don't deserve this time to myself. Yeah. And so that's the lesson. So getting to know when you're in the right spot stop worrying about the other things you're when you're in the right place stay
0: there and trust and trust and trust your intuition sometimes you just know that you know why am i freaking out over really nothing um it, because i th- and i think those kind of lessons mm-hmm. they keep coming up and we will mess up until we are finally surrender to it mm-hmm. right where we say okay i'm everything is good this is mm-hmm. my time this is quality time with the people I love or care about Mm -hmm. in my my other world, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Um, Outside of my family. Um, Wow, I love your story and I think that you're a great person. I've seen you make so many things happen with your band back in the day, like when, you know, you got yourself an, an endorsement with... I'm with Audix. Audix, Audix. yeah. Yeah, so you have, like, you did so many things. Played Universal City Walk over there, and you made all that happen. So you're a mover and shaker, you know, and I know that you go, Where is she? Just <laughs> <laughs> And I get that, too, and I think a lot of people can totally relate because, yeah. especially as artists, you know, I there's many times where I was like, I don't know who the fuck I am. You know, what, what am I going to do next? Like, what kind of music do I do? Where are my fans? It's We all go through that. And I think that's important to let other people know that because everybody who sees us on the social media... Mm-hmm right? Mm-hmm. They think that we have our shit together all the time mm-hmm. and our life is just perfect. And we are just like these amazing superheroes, which we are, but... <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. Um, but at the end of the day, we are also human and we mess up and we struggle and we just find ways to pull ourselves back out of that. And that's, I think that's the most important thing to always pull yourself back out and know yeah. that there is hope and there are people that can relate and will help you. Um, And asking for help, because that's another really hard one for most of us, you know? And I think it's okay to be lost. And I think it's okay
1: to completely change everything. Yes. And um, sometimes, like, every time I had a new band, I had to completely rebrand myself. And that's actually good, because it kind of freshens you up. Evolution. It freshens up your energy. And, like, and this time around, I spent... Two years stressing out about what I was going to do with my name. I've recently started going by my first and middle name, Lucy Lee. Love it. Um, forever I was Lucy Levinson. Um, that's you know that's who I I I am. You know, like I, I grow love Lucy up. Lee. You know, thank you. Like, but once I had, I got married. I technically did get my husband's last name, but I kept my name as a middle name. So now I have like four names, which is just like too many names for. Eh. Person. Right? Keep them up. Keep Pile them I love those names. <laughs> I so can't I, relate. Yeah. yeah, I got, so I got four <laughs> names. And I just started, I was, because I was freaking out. Like, who am I? I didn't feel like I wasn't that Love. I'm not Lucy Levinson, technically. Who am I? And I was like, uh, I've always been Lucy Lee. Yeah. I was born Lucy Lee. Yeah. <laughs> love, so it. It, love it. And it took me forever. Like, and then I was like, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing the wrong thing? Will people know how to find me? La, 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 la. And it overthought for two years. And then I was like, screw it that's one way to say that chick she doesn't exist anymore this is the new chick yeah and it's rebuilding time
0: yeah out with the old in with the new and you know it's i think that i look back on some work i've done in the past since garrison one of my guitar players he just passed away and um so i got some pictures from back you know 15 years ago 16 years ago that's crazy you know and i look at those pictures and i'm like oh my god who is this girl? Like I, I love her. You know, I still love that, mm-hmm. but that's not where I'm at anymore either. Totally it's, different it's, people. Yeah, you know, and it's totally okay to to, yeah, not even know like name wise. I'm I'm thinking right now too. I'm like, ah, oh, should I go with a different name? You know, like been just debating and I'm looking on online. And of course, every name I want to take is already taken, um, which is so weird. I wanted to go for, with IVJ, and there's like an IVJ out there. I'm mm-hmm. like, really. Who thinks of that? You know what, though? I avoided
1: <laughs> Lucy Lee for a long time because I thought about it a long time ago because there's an Asian porn star with the name. Oh,
0: girl. <laughs> but
1: what? then I was like, screw it. It will just be
0: better that <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> I'm like, Piefs. it's just not Asian? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So. Well, thank you so much for being with me. And I of wanted course. to ask you a few more questions at the very end. Yes. Pat peeves. Because I want people to really relate, like to see that, we are all so much the same. So I wonder like how many have the same pet peeves? What are some of your pet peeves? Your top three. if oh there's okay. there three. Okay.
1: Pet peeves. <laughs> Number one. Let's see, let's see. People who hit you up, either whether it be the internet, your text message or whatever, and all you get is, hey. Oh God, yes. I can't do anything with this. Yes.
2: And hey. then you reply and
1: then it'll get back to you. Well, <laughs> so then you go, hi. <laughs> like, it's just, you know, like, if you, I love talking to people. So if you're going to hit me up, you can start with, hey, hey, that's cool. But have something else. Exactly. Hey, anything. How are you doing? How's it going? Any- anything, but just, hey, nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay. So oh that's, God. that's my, let's see. Okay. Love it. Oh gosh. That was my first one. Okay. Ooh, pet peeve, pet peeve. <laughs> oh my God. Tell me one of yours so it can spur one of mine.
0: People that are late, ah!
2: <laughs> like, I'm, no, I mean that,
0: that, that are late or flake out last minute, right? Yeah. They say like, Hey, let's do three o'clock. And then they text you like half an hour before. Hey, can we do, yeah. Can, <laughs> can we do 430? It's like, I mean, I used to be really flexible. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. now you're like, no, but now I've come to realize I'm like, no, fuck now. Because I scheduled you and I have other things. Yeah. To, I can always do something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. But the last minute people that just like no, think I that, know, you know, you, they don't <laughs> buy your time. You're irritated too, oh, aren't you? a One more question and you can we go outside for a second.
1: <laughs> Let's see. Come here. Hmm. It's okay if you don't have any No, I mean I should. I have tons. I'm like I know, ir- I I'm irritated all day long. <laughs> uh, let's see. God, I'm having such a hard time right now. Um, I don't know. Like right now I find I have a lot like a lot of people will sometimes just dump their things on you. I guess people who all of a sudden that their whatever they didn't do becomes your drama. Um, I don't know how to even explain that. But you know, uh if someone else didn't do something and they're like really like now they're tight. And now that they really lean on you, like, Oh, I messed this up. And I really need you to take care of all these things. Like, I don't know. That's a terrible example, but I guess it's just me. I'm I'm so capable that sometimes everyone dumps everything on me. Right. and they only come to you when
0: they need something basically. Oh, absolutely. That's another pet peeve for sure. Um,
1: Oh, well then. Okay. So my pet peeve also, yeah. uh, People who are one-sided for sure, because, um, I'm always willing to help people, but I mean, how many times have you helped people that when you go look back in time, you're like, they've never helped me with anything. So yeah. Um, I guess energy vampires, is that what you call them? Energy
0: vampires. Oh yes. So yeah, energy
1: vampires or just constant negators. That was a lot. So, okay. So that was a lot. So my last one would be people who only have negative output to put on the internet at all at times. all times yes
0: oh no. so locked if, deleted. yeah if
1: you're venting awesome but maybe venting your journal and try to put a little bit more positivity out there into the world because i think we're missing on that one so yeah people who only have yeah.
0: negative complaints i love what you said earlier when we talked before we started doing this you said that if someone has an issue it's so much smarter to just like post something and say, "Hey, you know, I'm having really shitty. I would, I could really use someone to talk to." You said that earlier. Yeah, yeah, well, and I know, I love I know if we were on air, but yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: Instead of every, so much more impactful, in, you if, know. Instead of every day, like, and I like if if this is some, if you're going, oh God, maybe I do that. Maybe every day I'm doing this. I think it would be. I think people get numb. Yeah. And when all we hear is from if from one person, blah blah, my life sucks, my this sucks, my that sucks. Eventually our empathy drains out. We have empathy at first and then your empathy button's just like, you know, you can't take it anymore. But if you just, if you actually, if you feel you have to put it on the social media, like you can't directly just call your friend. You want lots of people to know this is happening. You could be like, I'm in a really dark place. I could really use a friend right now. Please PM me if you have a moment.
0: Yes. I love that. I love that so much because there's certain people I've noticed that on my feed too. Like there's a couple, not many, but, um, there's one person um, I just feel as at some point, you also have to help yourself. You can't just go online and always just like vent. Be attention-seeking. Like, you know, attention-seeking and like everything sucks and blah, blah, blah. At some point, like you said, you get numb to it because you're like, oh my God, I don't want to deal with this person because- They just, just become
1: like... a negative person you don't want. Yeah.
0: You don't- And you know that they don't want to help themselves. They just blame yeah. everybody and everything yeah. else. Yeah. Victim. Then Yeah. They playing the victim and I think nobody's the victim. You know, we all have shitty days and and And, and situations that we can't yeah. control. Yeah, yeah. But there's a way to deal with it better, you know. Um, your hopes and your dreams, and we'll make it really quick. Just like, whatever. is there anything that you really just like wish for? If you had a magic wand, what would you... What would you, well, you know,
1: when my younger self wanted, you know, all the fantasies, having the yacht and the, the, the plane. I don't even know why I wanted those things. I don't even love being on yachts or planes. But, you know, you wanting it all, having the this and having the that. And I think at this point in my life, what my hopes and dreams are, are just to be able to do what I love, um, be able to bring some sort of financial security to my family and enjoy life.
0: Awesome,
1: I love that. I'm trying to simplify it, and I think that um, you know, I, I I've been following the minimalist for a long time, and it's true. Less is more. Less is more. It takes away the stress. Um, we live in Los Angeles, and it's very difficult to live this dream. If we lived in the Midwest, both of you, both of us would be living in these giant homes. Yeah. We both Those would. mansions. Live. We would be living in these beautiful homes because we could afford it. But we yeah. live in L.A., and in L.A., things are a lot different. Yeah. So we have to adjust your dreams for the city you live in. Yeah. And at this point, it's just to be comfortable, be able to do what I love, make a decent living, and enjoy life and travel a little. Where can people find you? People can find me on all the social medias at Call Me Lucy Lee. That's it.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for that having me. Really awesome. I should have so laid inspiring. down on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's $150. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this, this session cost me. Awesome. For free. Come, come sit with her for free. For Don't help. be afraid to ask for help. Reach out and know that you're not alone um, in this world.
1: And I would say on the last note, because of the social media, probably instead of posting like, hey, help me, everyone you probably know the handful of people yes. that really care about you and really can help you. And I think that's the better way to use your energy. You know, when you're really down and you really need to be lifted up, because sometimes the internet's going to disappoint you or some person might troll you and be like, stop being so negative or whatever they might do that might actually hurt you more. Right. Then it's just better just just reach out to the one or two people who really care and you can, you can find that person, you know they exist. Yeah.
0: And that's really important I'm glad we actually ending on this because I saw something on YouTube I forget who one of those self-help I I watch a bunch of them them and um, there was a guy who talked about loneliness and how back in like a couple years ago probably more like 10 years ago people in America was about average person that average people in in someone's life were like five people that they could reach out to Mm -hmm. and today actually most people don't have anyone that they feel like they actually would want to reach out to if they had something really bad happening. So I think it's so important in this day and age, more so than ever before with all this depression, with, you know, suicide rate being so up to really just have the courage to reach out and not Mm -hmm. feel ashamed or afraid because you, you may inspire someone else Mm -hmm. by doing that. And also give them a chance to help you because a lot of us would want to help if we knew, but a lot of times we don't even know. Yeah. Because everybody pretends to be so it's true.
1: It's true. And you know, maybe if you if all of us put a little less time into cultivating the, the relationships that aren't really existing. Exactly. And actually, you know, those the hour, two hours we scrolled like this, we could have had coffee with our best friend. Amen. Yes. So let's all work to have more personal
0: connections. Let's do that. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for being here with us um, and making it through all the crackles and the noises and the airplanes and the phone buzzing. <laughs> um, I guess I have a lot to learn about podcasting. and so it is a it is a journey and it's it's you know, one day at a time but I really appreciated having Lucy on and I thought she was so amazing and there was so much great information and value that she shared with us and thank you Lucy for being so open and honest and vulnerable with us Um, here are the 10 takeaways from this conversation number one look at your micro wins. don't focus so much on all the big things but the little things that you've accomplished they mean a ton number two there's no there things happen and everything is a journey. Enjoy the journey you're on. Don't just focus on your destination. Like enjoy the ride. Number three, get involved with your community. If you can't help yourself, help someone else. Number four, shut down your social media for 30 days. Maybe just do seven days to just give it a try and see how it works, which leads us right into number five, which is disengage and elevate. When you disengage from everything you get a chance to actually look into your own self your own life and your own creativity and you don't compare yourself so much you get a chance to really bring out the best in you. Number six only I can make room for me meaning don't rely on everyone else for your happiness don't expect others to want your dreams Live your own dream and don't rely on them. Just make it happen regardless. Number seven, energy comes when you get in the flow. Meaning momentum. Once you create momentum, it is easy and you will find the energy and the excitement to get things going. Number eight, letting go of what was. And I still struggle with that sometimes. And it's important for us to move on. We have to let go. Number nine, Sit where you are, be present. And that's another huge one for me, you know, just being in the moment versus like always either in the past or worrying about the future, being in the present, being right here. And the last one, number 10, it is okay to be lost and to change everything up. I think change is the only consistent thing in life, right? So that's something we cannot prevent it just happens everything is changing and it is up to us to adapt and sometimes it is good to just let everything fall into pieces and rebuild from scratch start over reinvent yourself you know observe your goals your dreams and maybe they have shifted and changed and that is completely okay because everything changes and that doesn't mean you're a failure if you changing course or careers or whatever it is Um, so thank you again Lucy Lee for this amazing conversation for being so honest and vulnerable with us and thank you my listeners for sticking with us throughout the crackles and the loud noises and the loud laughters and the phone buzzing and and the planes in the sky I am learning and I will figure out how to make it all better I promise however the next few episodes i recorded pretty much the same way so i'm expecting there to be some little crackles as well um but it's a learning curve and nothing is perfect and i've talked about it before so here we go i'm gonna leave you with a song of mine and again i love you so much thank you so much for sticking with us and If you would like to share your story with me, please contact me either on Instagram or Facebook, Jacqueline Van Bierk. Thank you so much and you have an amazing day.
2: judgment and strain